You and I are living in a day of complete uncertainty. And with all of the anxiety and all of the fear, I know today's sermon is going to help you grow in your faith. Welcome to Awaken to Grace. I'm Chad Roberts, and I'm so glad you're joining me because today we're talking out of James chapter 1, verse 17, and we are calling today Anchored in God's Goodness. Hello, I want to welcome you to Preaching Christ Church. This morning, I want to entitle today's sermon, Anchored in God's Goodness. I want to take a few moments and I want to talk to you about the goodness of God, particularly right now in the day that you and I are living in the midst of this COVID-19. I want to focus, I want us to put our hearts and our minds and our attention on the goodness of God because I believe this scripture that I'm going to share with you today James chapter 1 verse 17 is as relevant right now as it has ever been in any of our lives. So go with me, James chapter 1 verse 17, and let's read it together. Notice what it says. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or a shadow due to change. I have always loved this scripture, and today I want to unpack it and just unfold some of its timeless truths for us because we are all living through the same thing right now. We're living in a time, we're living in a season of absolute uncertainty. The world is more unpredictable right now than it has ever been in any of our lives. And I know because I talk to so many of you, I know that many of you are facing serious anxiety. You are facing overwhelming feelings because of all of this unpredictability. Some of you are feeling overwhelmed and you don't know, uh, you, you don't know necessarily even how to pray. I had someone uh, tell me that just this week that they didn't even know how to pray because they were feeling such fear over all of this anxiety. Well, friends, I want to focus your hearts right now on the truth of the Word of God because let me tell you something. If there is any key in this year for stability, it is the Word of God. I hope you understand that. I hope that if you don't know that, I hope that by the time I finish speaking today, that God will have put such faith in your heart that you will, you will apply that to your life. That the key to stability in this shaking world, to this world of, uh, of, of just absolute change. You know, used to, it seemed as though the world would change about every 10 years. And then it felt like the world changed about every 10 months. Now it feels like the world changes every 10 days. And it is just constant, a bombardment 
of change. You know, I was thinking earlier today of just, I was thinking to myself, how many winds of change can I name that's going on in the world right now? Friends, there are so many winds of change blowing through our country. And if you pay any attention to the news, you see the winds of change. You see what's happening right now. Someone asked me the other day, they said, Pastor Chad, do you think that Christians should watch the news? And I thought, what a great question because uh, I have to balance the news in my own life. I can be a news junkie. I mean, I can get sucked into it and I can, uh, you know, I can let a lot of time pass and I can consume a great deal of news. And I'll be honest with you, I can tell that it affects my mood. It changes my outlook. It, 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 it can influence me if I'm not careful. And so I began to ask the Lord, just for me personally. I said, Lord, should I, should I watch news like this? And I'll tell you what the Lord ministered to me. The Lord reminded me of Philippians chapter 4. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are honorable, whatsoever things are excellent, if there is any excellence in these things, think on these things. And the Lord began asking me, Chad, how much of the news is even true? And I began to notice, you know, it really is almost all gossip, isn't it? The Lord began to ask me, Chad, how many things in the news is lovely, is pure, is admirable, honorable? So here's what I felt the Lord tell me. I felt the Lord said, Chad, be informed, but don't be influenced. And so that's what I've tried to do here lately with my news consumption. I want to be informed. I want to know what's going on in the world. But I don't want to be influenced by their agendas, by their negativity, and quite honestly, by a lot of their gossip. So I, I'll let that land with you, whatever you want to do with it. But how many of us do see the winds of change there are winds of racism blowing through our country. There, there are winds of political unrest blowing fiercely through our country and will get worse between now and November 3rd. There are winds of economic uncertainty blowing through our country. Most certainly there are winds of violence, winds of hostility, there are many, many different agendas happening right now. And as Christians, we need to be careful that we do not entangle ourselves in all of this mess. As Christians, we need to rise above it all and keep our eyes on the Lord. Well, because I talk to so many of you and I hear what you're struggling with, I hear what you're afraid of, I hear the uncertainty that we are all living with, I want to take a few moments and I want to focus our hearts on James chapter 1, verse 17. I want us to settle for our own hearts that if I'm going to find stability in my heart, I, I can't control what other people do. You can't control what other people do. There are many things right now way far beyond our control. But do you know what I can control, church? I can control what goes on in here. 
And I can most certainly control what goes on up here. And I want the Lord to come and settle my heart and my mind. I want the peace of God, Philippians 4, uh, 6 and 7. I want the peace of God to rule, to umpire, to guard, to keep my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus. So in saying all of that, turn to James chapter 1 verse 17. And let's just take a moment to unpack this and understand what the Word of God is saying. It says, Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. Amen? It is from above. Where is the source of every good and perfect gift? Well, the source is not our human goodness. The source is not our own gratitude or our own merits or anything we do in a human way of thinking or giving or feeling. As a matter of fact, true goodness and true perfection that this scripture is saying has nothing to do with humanity at all. It is all a divine source from God Almighty. I want you to note this because you can't miss this. See, some of you are looking for others to be good to you. Some of you are looking for, for your commendation from others. Some of you are looking for such acceptance out of others. But no, listen, every good gift, every perfect gift is not from another human. It's not from that channel of humanity. It is from a greater source. It is from a divine source. It is from God Almighty. Hallelujah. And that means that no human being can mess it up. That means that no one can steal it from me. No one can rob it from me. No one can take it from me. Hallelujah. No, every good gift in my life, every perfect gift that God wants me to have, the source is God Almighty. And that's why I can look to Him and Him alone. I don't look to you to bless me. I don't look to other humans to bless me. Let me tell you, there's not a soul living on this earth that is the source of my strength or the source of my joy or the source of my peace. Only God Almighty is the source. And that's why every good thing in my life originates, comes from, from above. I love that. I don't know about you, but that gets me so excited to think about. Because I know how fast people can steal from me. I know how fast they can betray me. I know how fast some will say, I'm with you. And then the next thing you know, they're against you. But let me tell you, it doesn't matter who comes into your life. It doesn't matter who walks out of your life. The source of every one of your blessings is God and God alone. And when your eyes are on that, when your focus is on that, when your heart is settled in that fact, people can do whatever they want to you, but it doesn't shake you. It doesn't change who you are. And it doesn't change the blessings of God upon you. So where is the source of every good and perfect gift? It comes from God. He is the source. Do you see God as your source? Or are you looking to others? Are you looking to friends? Are you looking to family? Are you looking to a spouse that's walked out on you? No, my friends, you look to God 
and to God alone. And then notice what he says. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above. That's the source. Coming down. Oh, I love this. Do you know what that means? In the Greek, it's actually a present tense. (laughs) It's not saying that you can look back some years over your life and see that at certain times, God was good to you. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it be something if, uh, you know, if I had to say, well, you know, back before I lost eyesight, boy, God was so good to me. You know, I I remember back when I could see how good God was to me back then. (laughs) As though there was, you know, a time limit, as though there were an expiration of God's good and precious promises. No, you know, listen, this verse is in the present tense. It means right now, no matter what you're facing in life, what I'm facing in life, it doesn't matter what unpredictability or change may be around us. It doesn't matter what winds of this world may be blowing in and throughout our life. The present tense is that the blessings of God is coming down right now upon you. As a matter of fact, Psalm 23 says it this way. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I love it. That means that right now, God's goodness, right now, God's mercy is in hot pursuit of me. It's in hot pursuit of you. It means that right now, God's goodness is just looking for opportunities, looking for ways to bless my life and bless your life. And that's why you can walk through any season of life. You can go through any winds of change. You can go through any loss. You can go through any sorrow. You can go through any heartache and still find the goodness of God all around you, my friend. Yes, today I'm talking about being anchored in the goodness of God. Being anchored in the goodness of God. When the winds of this world are blowing strong, when the winds of change are all around, when the storms of this life would try to carry your faith away, know, my friends, you and I are anchored. We are anchored in the very goodness of God. Hallelujah. Every good gift, every perfect gift comes from above. Coming down, present tense, happening right now. It's not a season of life. It's not a year of your life. It's not past tense. It's not future tense. It is right now, today, present tense. That's why you can live with an anticipation That's why you can live with an expectation that God is going to bless your life. That God is working right now. You may not see it. You may not feel it. You may see no evidence that God is being good. But according to this verse, right now, present tense, God's goodness is all over your life. And I choose to believe that by faith. I take it by faith. Hallelujah. From the Father of lights. Now, this was a Jewish expression. James is saying that God is the creator of all heavenly bodies is literally what this means. And he's going to say something very special, very unique. It's it's one of the most unique lines of the Bible and, and it's very precious to me. Notice what he's going to say. 
with whom there is no variation, no shadow. Some translations say no shadow of turning, and I love that, due to change. (laughs) Do you know what this verse is literally saying, my friends? There is no variation. In other words, there are no variables with God. In other words, God never changes. Now, we're going to connect this in a moment to Father of Lights, but, but understand this. God never changes. God, now, I am a highly unpredictable person. I hate that about myself. Um, I can, uh, you know, I can, I can uh, most of the, don't no, let me, let me rephrase that. I don't want to paint myself in, in, in two, uh, uh, <laughs> to make a point, I don't want to go overboard with this. Uh, I can be moody. Uh, there are some days you can ask my wife who lives with me, you can ask uh, my coworkers who work every day with me. Some days I can come in and I'm on top of the world and then other days I'm just in a mood and I just want to be alone and I just want to shut my doors and I just want to be by myself. I can be a moody person, and I hate that. Now, I don't typically stay that way all day. Usually, God convicts me. Uh, Usually, by lunch, I can feel God convicting me harshly if I'm that way because I have no reason in life to be grouchy. I have no reason to be moody. And sometimes the Lord will remind me of that. Chad, look at the blessings in your life. You have no reason to be as grouchy as you are right now. But listen, have you ever thought about this? God is never grouchy. God is never grumpy. You don't go to God one day and He accept you at His throne and grant your prayer request and then go to God next week and find Him in a horrible mood and moody and grouchy and grumpy at you. Could you imagine if God was unpredictable the way we can be? See, God's not like us. He's not a man. He's not flesh. He's not weak the way that we are. But see, what what happens is Scripture reveals to us the nature of God. It reveals to us the character of God. And do you know why God wants us to be confident in His nature and character? Is so that we can be confident in our praying. So that when we do go to God, we're confident that He hears us. That He accepts us. That He is here to help us. Isn't that amazing to you? It is amazing to me. Because I, I feel my own grouchiness sometimes. I feel my bad moods sometimes. And I can feel God saying, Chad, don't be that way. Don't be that way. Let me help you. Well, friends... Some of you may feel that you can't go to God with certain things. You may feel like there's some things you need to try to hide from God that He would be mad at you or He'll be grouchy toward. No, my friends, God never changes. We change, but God never changes. Our emotions change. Our decisions change. Our desires change. Everything about us changes, but God never changes. There are no variables with Him. No variations. And then it says there's no shadow. No shadow of turning. Now what's he mean by this? Well, now again, what's the phrase? Father of light. 
only time in this entire scripture, this is the only time that God is called the father of the lights. What's that mean? Well, this is a Jewish expression, and it means that God created the heavenly bodies, the sun, the moon, the planets, the stars. All of the heavenly bodies, God created them. And then James is going to drive the point home when he says, with God there is no shadow. Now, you think of this. How powerful and how reliable is the sun to our lives? Oh, immensely, immensely reliable, right? But even with the sun, there are shadows. Even with the sun, there are variables. You can walk out one day and it's extremely bright and extremely warm. You can walk out another day and you can't even see the sun for the clouds. You can stand in the sun all day long and what's going to follow all day long? Your shadow as the sun moves. James is making a very clear point here. With God, there are no variables. With God, there is not even any shadow of turning. In other words, what James is saying is don't look to something like the sun, even though it's powerful, even though it is reliable. Don't look to that. Look to the God who created the sun. <laughs> look to the Creator. Look to Elohim. Look to God Almighty. And if the sun is that reliable, how much more so is our Father who created it? If the Son is that powerful, how much more so is God Almighty who established it? And you and I can go to Him and we can pray to Him. And you and I can have confidence in Him. And we are accepted by Him. What an incredible thought. So today, what is your faith in? Is your faith in how things happen? How things turn out? I mean, sure, you cross your fingers, hope things turn out, hope things work out, hope things turn out the best. No, no. David says, Psalm 121.1, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Friends, I'm going to look to the one who created the heavens and the earth. I'm going to look to the one who created the stars, the sun, the moon. I'm going to look to my creator, the father of lights, with whom there's no variations and no shadow of turning. So friends, what are you looking to today? Do you see in this world, in this ever-changing world, do you see the goodness of God? Can you say that your life today is anchored in the very goodness of God? Well, as you dive into Scripture, you plant your feet there. You anchor your soul there. And no matter how harsh the winds of this world blow, it's not going to topple you and it's not going to topple your faith. Why? Because you are anchored in the goodness of God. Let me pray with you now. Father, I pray for every person watching or listening to this broadcast that you would indeed anchor their souls in the precious Word of God. That you will indeed cause your goodness and mercy 
to follow them all the days of their life. And that you would indeed show us your heart for us, your goodness toward us, your salvation for us. God, I pray for every person right now that feels the anxiety and the pressure of this world. That God, they would instead begin to look to you and that they would find the source of all of their peace, the source of all of their joy, the source of all of their goodness. All of it, Lord, would be sourced within you. We thank you, God, that you are sovereign today, as much today as you have ever been. That you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you, God, that while this world changes, you never change. You are above it all. Lord, lift us up to where you are. Help us to rise above all of the noise, all of the clatter, all of the fear, all of the anxieties. Lord, help us to rise above every bit of it to where you are seated in the heavenly places. Thank you, Lord God, for your church. Thank you for your people. Thank you, God, for what you're doing on the earth today. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to live in such a time as this. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Indeed, God is an unchanging God. I hope that you enjoyed today's sermon, and if it spoke to your heart or it impacted your life in any way, you know, I would love to know that. It's such an encouragement to me when people let me know what God is speaking to them or how God has helped them through our sermons. Did you know that you can email me directly at Pastor Chad Roberts? at gmail.com. It's very simple. Just my name, Pastor Chad Roberts at gmail.com. I would love to know who you are, where you're listening from, and how the Lord is working in your life. So if you have a moment, sit down and shoot me an email this week, and it would certainly mean a great deal to me. I also hope that you will download our free mobile app. It's simply called Awakened to grace. You can find it in your app store or in Google Play. Download it on any device. Thank you so much for listening to Awakened to Grace.